This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by HVAC Trustbooks. Go to HVACTrustbooks.com to discover how this tool can help you close more sales. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. Are you frustrated with your credit card processor? Want tips to help make the relationship better or questions to ask if you want to change? My guest today, Jeff Smith, is Director of Sales for World Bank. In full disclosure, they are my credit card processor and have been for more than 15 years. Jeff, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thank you, Ruth. Glad to be here. My pleasure. I mean, I've had wonderful success with World Bank, and I think it's only fair to have you on so that you can talk about the great things that you guys do. Sure. Appreciate the opportunity. So, for one thing, we've been in business for 25 years, and we're located in Northern Virginia. I've been in the industry myself since 99, Um, and I think one of the reasons why I like World Bank and I like the industry is prior to this and from 85 to 99, I ran my own business, and in 10 years of that, I took credit cards, so I experienced the great pains and learning curve when it comes to accepting credit cards, and again, I think that's one of the main reasons why I've been successful, because I know what it's like to be a small business owner and taking credit cards. So, and with World Bank Card, a couple of things that stand out for us. One, and probably the most important, is the customer service that we provide. We don't outsource it. It's all done here internally. We're manned phones here personally by about 12 to 13 individual techs from 8.30 in the morning till 6.30, 7 o'clock at night. And then those techs that go home, they have their cell phones with them, and they're on call until approximately midnight. So we pride ourselves in taking accepting calls probably within 10 seconds. I would say the majority of our calls, 80 to 90% are answered on the first ring or the second ring. And if someone is put on hold, they're not on hold for more than 10 or 15 seconds. Cool. Yeah, that, that's really important because if you have a question or you have an issue, you need an answer and you'd like it not sitting on hold for an, you know, 20 minutes or so. It's not fun. Yes. The other thing we pride ourselves in is our rate guarantee. I know there's a lot of companies out there that first approach businesses, and I was one of them, again, that I thought I was getting a great rate only to find out six months later that I was getting my rate raised, and then six months later and six months later. So a lot of processors, you know, they get you on that initial rate um, and put businesses and long-term contracts anywhere from two to three years, which some of those contracts are very difficult to get out of. With, with us, we have in writing a written guarantee that we will never raise a business's rate. And again, we've had some businesses that have been with us for over 20 years, and they can attest to that fact. I can. I can attest to it in 15. Yeah, there you go. So, but for, so if somebody were to join you today, you, they would get the rates in effect as of today, right? Correct. And the rates are typically based on average ticket, monthly volume, et cetera. Um, And our rates are very competitive. And and the rates that we provide 90 to 95% of the time are what's called pass-through interchange. It's the most honest, 
transparent pricing program out there, and it's actually sharing our costs because all processing companies have the same costs, which are called interchange rates and fees that the banks and Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and American Express all set. So we show those interchange fees on our statements to every merchant, and then they see what a few added basis points and transaction fees that are added on. Okay, let's let's get into the terminology. What's a basis point? Okay, a basis point is a percentage. So if if interchange is on a on a debit card, for example, it's point zero five percent and twenty two cents. So point oh five is five basis points, and we typically add somewhere around twenty to thirty basis points onto that. So for our customers, whether they key in a, a debit card or if they take swipe a debit card that rate is still going to be under half a percent. Got it. All right. So you were talking about interchange rates. Let's explain what that is. So it's complicated to a certain degree, but there are approximately 100 to 150 different interchange rates. So again, it's the issuing, it's the large issuing banks, the Chase's, the Bank of America's, and Visa, MasterCard, and Discover. American Express is not bank affiliated, they're their own entity. And that's why their rates are typically a little bit higher. But so interchange rates, it's really based on the card type. So like I was saying a minute ago, a debit card that's issued by a large bank, the interchange is just 0.05% and 22 cents. On a non-regulated debit card, the interchange is 0.80%. On a regular credit card, they have that interchange, which is 1.51%. And you've got rewards cards, which are now probably the most popular card type out there. And that rate is 1.65%. And that's what's costing businesses a whole lot more money than it used to years ago, because back then, eight, nine years ago, it was just a regular credit card. Now, all these issuing banks are putting rewards, making the cards rewards. And now recently, in the last year, signature cards, that's an interchange rate of 2.1%. So that's why merchants are seeing their expenses and cost of accepting cards going up because it's the issuing banks that can determine and set whatever kind of card they want to call it and whatever, and the rate associated with that card. So explain signature cards. So it's, it's just another, it's just a quasi description. So me personally, so I've been with the same credit card, Chase Marriott Rewards, probably since about 1995. And so that was just a regular credit card. And then when I had some security issues with it, I noticed that I got a card in about 2003 and it said rewards on it. Then because of the Home Depot breach, I got another card sent to me in the mail and that said signature card on it. So nothing has changed for me, the card holder, and yet Chase Bank, instead of making 1.51% when it was a credit card, they were making 1.65% when it became a rewards card. Now that they call it a signature card, just because they can, the rate is now 2.1%. So they're making more money on me when I use, well, not make more money on me. They're making more money every time I use that card in any, any place, business, you know, my plumber, my electrician, doesn't matter whether they swipe it or key it in. So 
it's it's kind of a racket, if you will. Yeah, it, I would agree. <laughs> it is, but they can do it because they're issuing the credit card. Right. And the cardholder really has no clue unless they own a business, which a lot of them do, of course. But if it's a cardholder that doesn't know, un, un, own a business, they have no clue. Or they don't understand what the fees are that are associated when they use it. Very good. All right. Thanks for the explanation. When we get back from the break, I want to talk about some of the questions that uh, somebody who'd be interested in either changing their credit card process or why they would want to do that and the questions they should ask before they do make a change. So we'll be right back. Uh, before the break, though, Jeff, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, where would they, how do they find you? Uh, well, my email address is jeff.smith, just the way it sounds, at worldbankcard.net and just worldbankcard.net. Okay. So if you want to talk with Jeff, uh, send him an email and we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I've seen my client salespeople struggle when a customer asks why they should use your company rather than the competition when your price is higher and you both are proposing the same equipment. I've seen technicians struggle when customers ask them whether they should replace an 18-year-old air conditioner. And most salespeople and technicians never ask the one question that most customers are concerned about, yet never ask. Can I trust you? I found a tool that gives your salespeople and technicians the ammunition to answer this question and more. And the tool works. How do I know? 68% of my clients are using it to increase sales and referrals. What is it? A trust book with your name on it as the author. More details are at HVACTrustBooks.com. Warning, there is only one contractor per area that can get these great books. Some areas are already taken. They've gone to my clients. If you want your area and want to have a tool for your salespeople and technicians to increase referrals and sales, then go to HVACTrustBooks.com now and reserve your area. Eliminate costly warranty leak repair headaches. Three years ago, Ruth King wrote a leak policy letter for one of her clients who was dealing with huge warranty leak issues. When she gave the letter to technicians and trained them on how to use it, warranty leaks went from zero, that's right, zero. Then she gave the letter to one of her other clients and any contractor who wanted it. The results? The same. Zero warranty leak repairs. The unexpected benefits? An increase in replacement sales. Ruth shares his letter with anyone and everyone who wants it. So get your sample leak policy letter for free. No strings, no catches, no guarantee of results. Go to hvacchannel.tv or call us at 877-520-4321. Click on the link in the middle of the homepage to get your free leak policy letter. I hope you experience zero warranty leak repairs and eliminate a major costly headache. We are back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I am with Jeff Smith, who is the Director of Sales for World Bank. And Jeff and I were talking before the break a little bit about the terminology and things that happen through the bank card industry. And I want to spend a few minutes talking about, let's assume I want to take credit cards. What are the things I need to watch out for if I'm not taking them already? Or if I want to potentially switch my credit card processor What's the process for doing that and, and those types of things? So, Jeff, you know, you've been in, in the industry a really, really long time. You know, what are the pitfalls that we need to watch out for? Well, someone coming in offering you a great rate, because if they're offering you a great rate, a rate that seems too good to be true, it probably is. But again, they're not offering any kind of a rate guarantee like we do. So there's nothing stopping them from getting you and catching you. 
and then keeping you when even though they're raising their rates for six every six months and for the next two or three years. The other thing I would look out for is early termination fees. Some companies will take your firstborn child if you leave prior to three years. We just pride ourselves on sometimes we would not even require a contract with an early termination fee, but if we do, it's only a one-time charge of $295. But if someone leaves because we cannot match the rate that we're currently charging them, or if there was a customer service issue that we could not resolve to their satisfaction, then they can leave without any early termination fee. Um, but again, some companies will charge thousands of dollars, and it's all always in fine print if a merchant wants to leave in that three-year time frame. Yeah, the so fine print, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to say, it's, well, the fine print's always there. In fact, some companies don't even divulge or reveal their terms and conditions when a merchant signs up with them, which should be against the law, but they do it all the time. So if you're going to sign up with a merchant, you should always ask for the terms and conditions and or a copy of them, correct? Correct. And if they don't give them to you, that should be a warning sign that maybe you shouldn't sign up with this vendor. Absolutely. And another thing, too, is so a lot of salespeople are independents and they'll work out of the trunk of their car or out of their house, which that's fine. But they'll just mislead and tell, well, tell lies to get a business to sign up. They'll say in ver verbally, well, we guarantee our rates, or they might even on type up on their own letter in their own home that they won't raise the rates. But that's not worth the papers written on because I've, well, I learned the hard way, but I, I've called a processing company when a salesperson left me a letter like that, and I asked them if there's a rate guarantee, and they said no. There are no such thing. We do not offer any kind of a written guarantee of not raising our rates. So that's another warning sign, if you will, if you see something that's written on just a hand, hand sheet of paper. Okay. And let's assume that I'm interested in changing processors. It's probably the first thing I ought to do is read the fine print, correct? Right. Read the fine print, especially that early termination fee section. Um, and... You know, is that and if they're if you currently accept credit cards and someone is offering you or providing you with an, a comparison, make sure it's not you know written on a napkin or or scratch piece to piece of paper. Make sure it's an official looking, professional looking analysis showing what your current rates and fees are compared to what their current rates and fees are. And the other thing to always look out for if you're signing, when you're signing an agreement is if there are any blank spaces where there could be a number, ask them to zero that, put a zero in that column because every one of our agreements, if there's not a rate that's going to be charged, there's a zero there. And I learned that the hard way also back in the days when I had my own business. So yeah, any blanks, that's a warning sign. So you've learned it from the school of hard knocks. Yes. And that's why I love doing what I do, because I know the way that we do things and the way we do things is the most honest, straightforward, transparent way of doing it. I would agree. I mean, I've never in 15 plus years, I haven't had any problems, which has been great. It's been absolutely wonderful. So a lot of times, people will call and pitch and say, well, let me give you a rate guarantee, you know, let me give you a rate comparison. 
and they may be comparing apples and oranges too. And I think that's another thing that everybody has to see that we're matching, you know, interchange fees, which should be exactly the same. Correct. Correct. And then, yeah, I mean, we do a, and I'd be glad to do it. I do the, I do a lot of the uh, analyses myself because I've been doing in history for a long time. And some statements are more difficult to read and decipher than others. Um, so what we always do is it's truly apples to apples. It, whatever you're being charged over interchange, here's what we're going to charge you over interchange. Here's your transaction fee over interchange. Here's our transaction fee. Here's what your miscellaneous monthly fees are. Here's what our monthly fees are. Um, another thing to always look out for is PCI and, or annual fees. A lot of times a salesperson on the application the, the annual fee won't even be on there, um, or it'll be somewhere hidden in small print. So we're, we pride ourselves in just charging a $49.95 annual fee, and that's the cost that we get from the PCI, which is um, Processing Card International. And I know a lot of businesses nowadays are getting charged non-PCI. A lot of business, businesses don't even understand what that is. So we help explain that to them and actually take care of their PCI certification annually for yeah. them. And yeah, PCI is, is basically saying you're secure for all intents and purposes is the way I understand it, correct? Yes, that is correct. And yet there's so many businesses out there that are not PCI certified. And so the processor will take advantage of that and charge them anywhere from $9.95 to I've seen $39.95 a month. Yeah, I know. Us doing our PCI compliance every year, we look so look forward to it so much. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, it's something that we go through every single year. We answer all of the questions and and those types of things. And I think there was one year where we were late or something like that, and we got this nasty gram from you guys that said, "Finish it." Yep. And it's, it's sad because there's a lot of businesses out there that never even look at their statement. Because it's just a given that the money comes out of their checking account the first of the following month. They see what came out, and that's it. We're, so that's processing companies love that because they'll add in additional fees, at the, and the merchant and the business never even realize we're added on Correct. until someone like us comes in and sits down and goes over the statement with them. Exactly. All right. In the short time we have left together, is there anything that you would like to uh, talk about that is relevant to other things to watch out for and that type of thing? Uh, I think we covered most of it. Um, but if, if you're in, you know, electricians and plumbers, uh, there are, you, there is an advantage to swiping cards and I know some businesses get caught up in purchasing these expensive wireless credit card machines where nowadays you can just get a little swiper. We provide them practically at no cost or usually at no cost that can just plug into a, a, any smartphone or a tablet and you can actually have the customer sign right there on the spot. So if it's a residential type service, uh, you get a lower rate on credit cards and rewards cards by, again, swiping the card and have it present versus calling it into a main office. You're also more secure that way because, oh, the other thing too is EMV. I forgot to mention EMV. Thanks, okay. Ruth. What's EMV? So that's the chip card technology. So if, you're, if any business is not properly processing 
these new chip cards. And if there is ever a chargeback dispute, the business will lose every single time. In fact, they don't even really have a chance to respond to a chargeback dispute if they did not process the chip card with the chip card reader. So that's something I should have mentioned earlier. That's, pro that's very, very important nowadays. So it's like, okay, pay attention. Absolutely. All right. Yes. And that, yeah, that, that took effect October of 2016. Got it. All right, Jeff, again, give us your email address one more time. Sure. So I'll just spell it all out. J-E-F-F dot S-M-I-T-H at W-O-R-L-D-B-A-N-K-C-A-R-D dot net. So it's jeff.smith at worldbankcard.net. Jeff, thanks so much for being with us today and sharing your knowledge. Oh, Ruth, my pleasure. And hope, hope this helped a few people out there, a few businesses out there. Terrific. I know that it did. And thank you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.